Wait a minute, I hear something. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Dr. Movie, where we're easing on down the road and talking about movies. Uh, we've got a, uh, I consider this one a classic. Uh, you could say it's kind of a Halloween ripoff. I mean, they definitely do some things in this to kind of go in that direction, even get Jamie Lee Curtis to be in it. Um, but with that being said, uh, it, it was good enough to have a sequel, which is definitely coming up next and definitely different than this movie. Uh, but you also got a remake of this uh, a few years back, which I have not seen. Maybe I need to check that out and review it. But we were talking about 1980s prom night. And, you know, this is 1980, so you know with me, it's that sweet spot, right? You're getting that late 70s, early 80s theatrical look. Even though, for some reason, this one feels like it's made for video in a way. Um, I'm not trying to diss the quality of it, but it's got that it's got that VCR aesthetic to it that we love from around 83, 84, 82. All the Italian flicks and stuff that we got our hands on and it's been panned and scanned. This one kind of feels like that. Uh, it is a horror mystery from, like I said, 1980. Uh, it got a 5.3 on the IMDb. You know what? I, to me personally, I'm already going to show my cards here, but I, I kind of put it a little higher than that. Um, the formula hasn't been wore out at this point in the slasher genre, and it definitely does later on, for sure. But uh, let's read a little synopsis here. It says, a, a, the, the, this slasher movie follows a relentless killer who is out to avenge the death of a young girl who died after being bullied and teased by four of her classmates. Now high school students, uh, this guilt-ridden kid, these, these, the guilt-ridden kids have kept their involvement a secret, but when they start, uh, but when they start being murdered, it's clear that someone knows the truth. Sorry for the loud cars there. I was reading that at a stoplight. Uh, also coping with the past are members of the dead girl's family, most notably her prom queen sister, Kim Hammond. So, I mean, that's a little too detailed, I guess. Um, but yeah, I mean that's it, it's it's pretty straightforward. So do we do we have a do we not have a yeah? Why to watch? Hey, it's nail biting, malicious and uneasy. Nail biting, yeah, I like that. It's definitely got some scenes in it that hold up. Um, let's see, it it has interesting and likable characters. Some. Uh, glorious, cheesy, even hilarious scenes and nice disco music. Yeah, man, 1980. This is uh, right before the, the nosedive, the swan dive that disco takes. Uh, but yeah, I mean, th this this was the, the pinnacle, really. 
a lot of good scares throughout it can be a little slow but if you're a slasher fan i recommend it yeah again you're hitting that sweet spot the slow burn was just part of the formula uh it was more character development and the suspense of them getting these uh obnoxious phone calls the whispering voice you know uh that kind of ties in all that but i think it works since the opening scene is brilliant and creepy the finale is great it's just everything in between is weaker well i can say this about it it takes a long time for the action to happen but when it happens it's like non-stop i mean they didn't waste any time when it came time for for all the all the action to happen it all happens pretty quick um so i don't know uh, I, I think again you're you're doing some uh delving into the mental state of all of these people because they're hiding a secret um they know that the family is affected by this and i don't know but when they start getting the phone calls it all comes back it's kind of like night of the scarecrow right they try to keep it a secret and when it starts coming back and haunting them then they start freaking out it's kind of the same deal here i will say a couple of things to look out for in this movie well there's a brawl going on in the lunchroom there's a huge kiss poster hanging in the cafeteria 1980 yeah they were they were pretty much the biggest band on the planet uh even though they were doing disco songs at the time right i was made for loving you baby which is the only disco song on the album by the way so that's the dynasty album came out in 79 don't don't get me on my on my kiss history here my history um But yeah, I mean, so there's this huge kiss poster which I would love to have, but it's I'm sure it's long gone. Uh you've got uh let's let's look at a cast, right? We didn't even talk about our cast. Yeah, well, we already said we got Jamie Lee Curtis playing Kim. She is the sister. Uh there there's a, a a little brother and two sisters and they're walking by this old abandoned building. Could be a warehouse, could be an old school, who knows. uh and there's other kids and they're playing and they're playing basically hide and seek but when the seeker is looking for them they said the killer is coming the killer is going to kill you kill kill and they're playing this game well one of the little girls Jamie Lee Jamie Lee Curtis's sister decide she wants to go in and be one of the cool kids. So let this be a lesson to you. Don't always try to be one of the cool kids because they can scare you and push you out a window and make you fall to your death. So don't worry about being one of the cool kids. Be who you are. That's a public service announcement from Dr. Movie. <laughs> But yeah, the little girl goes up there wants to participate. The little brother acts like he's going to go on home. He's like, "Look, let's go home cuz they don't want you to be in their game." Uh, Jimmy Lee Curtis's character runs back another direction for something else. So the girl goes in by herself and ends up falling to her death. And the other kids make a pact. There's three girls and a boy that's playing this game. 
and they make the pact to not tell anybody. And as soon as they leave, you see a shadow of a person standing over the body of the girl that fell out the window. And then it cuts to an ambulance showing up and Leslie Nielsen shows up. Leslie Nielsen is Mr. Hammond. He's Kim's mama. You know, all the kids, the, the little girl that died belonged to him. So he's got, you know, he had two daughters and a son. He's also the principal of the school. And they kind of have somebody they already want to blame for this that has been, you know, known to traumatize kids or mess with kids. I don't know, but uh, that's where the whole Halloween thing kind of kicks in. Because, you know, this guy gets put away. Uh, and then after all this happens, there's, is there anybody else to really talk about? I don't think there is. That's your two main characters. I mean, come on. Leslie Nielsen and Jamie Lee Curtis, what else you want, right? Um, but uh, you get six years later, and uh, it's time for prom, right? They, they are now teenagers, and they're getting ready, and this is when the girls all start getting the phone call, right? Well, everybody that was there that was involved start getting phone calls basically saying I know what you did and now it's my turn scaring the crap out of them so they're all uneasy and you got one girl that's the the rich brat that drives around in a in a Corvette the other two girls are kind of just normal happy-go-lucky girls that are looking for a good time one of them hooks up with this guy that's got a van which, again, that's another thing I like about this movie is it's really showing you the teen aspect of things from this time period. And, and it's pretty much correct because when I was a kid, at this point, I would have been 10 years old. So this would have been the age group that I looked up to. These were the cool kids when I was 10, right? The teenagers. And, man, 1980, it was nothing to have... A great big van as a shag wagon right or you decked them out I mean customizing a van was like the coolest thing you could do back then that or have a super you know muscle car and uh, so that gets played into here pretty well but one of the girls ends up with this guy that's got the van and again you're doing a lot of character building and when it comes night for the 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 prom which I want to say this too this is the first movie. I, I saw this before I saw Carrie. So, uh, this movie made me go, wow, this is what prom looks like? It was pretty impressive. Uh, but it also made me not want to go because people get killed at prom. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, man, I mean, they had, they had the uh, Saturday, night, uh, Saturday Night Fever dance floor in their school. For prom and they had these cool runways with the blinking lights that would run up and down and they had an archway that was all lit up and I mean it was it's swanky y'all so I have to admit when I was old enough even though I didn't want to go to prom my mom made me go believe it or not twice both times uh, I was disappointed that it didn't it didn't look like that it looked it paled in comparison right and we were comparing late 80s to early 80s. So, yeah. 
So this movie made me think this is what prom was supposed to look like, and wow, I think everybody was disappointed at that point. Um, but yeah, this is where all the action happens. You've got a masked killer going around and taking out the kids one by one till it gets to the struggle of uh, Jimmy Lee Curtis's boyfriend who was actually the boy that was in the building when all this happened. And you, you kind of get the story revealed at that point. But what they do well is there's a lot of, again, the Halloween thing because they've locked this guy up and he also happens to break out right in time to be back in town for the prom, right? And you get people sitting in the classroom and looking out the windows and seeing suspicious blue Volkswagen Beetles going by. I mean, they're, they're, you know, they're really playing on some of this Halloween stuff. And again, I mean, why wouldn't you, right? It became such a hit. And, uh, but yeah, I, I, think, I think the kills are decent. It's not super bloody, but it's done well enough that you, you get the point, or they get the point. Um, I, I, I'm not going to say much more about it, because I don't want to ruin it if you haven't seen it. Um, it is kind of a slow burn, but it kicks into gear, and you are limited on characters, so as far as figuring everything out, not too difficult, but uh, I think it still holds up very well. And uh, here's the interesting thing about it. It's a Canadian film. It's the number one top grossing film of 1980 for Canada, so at least got that award. Um, and of course, everybody was scrounging to find their own version of Halloween. Any kind of event, calendar event that they could throw in. It's how we got Friday the 13th, all that stuff, right? This movie is no different. That's kind of where we got it from. Um, this movie was made for $1.5 million, and it grossed in the theaters $15 million. So, <laughs> I mean, it, it produced... <laughs> really well. I, I don't think you see that kind of return on movies nowadays, even though it's $300 million to make something, you know? So, hey, for, for a little low-budget Canadian film, this thing did really good, and come on, it's a classic. I mean, it's on Tubi, and it's like I said, it's got sequels. Uh, this movie's been around for quite a while, so hats off to you, Prom Night. Um, I, I like this movie. I, when it when it really gets going, and you're starting to see, you know, the the killer on the loose, doing doing their thing. Yeah, I I, I think this works, and uh, they try to throw enough red herrings in there for you to keep trying to figure out who it is. And that's that's all I'm gonna say. I don't want to ruin it. Um, but yeah, I, I recommend this one. This is a, this is again, just a horror standard. Is it the best? No, not by a long shot, but is it worth watching? Absolutely. I give this a four out of five. Uh, I just think it's a really good solid flick. So there you go, folks. You can take that, put that in your Pope, put that in your Pope, put that in your pipe and smoke it. And, uh, 
Hope you enjoyed this one. Let me know what you think. If you're a fan of prom night, let me know, right? I'd like to hear. Or if you say, eh, it's okay. You know, any any kind of interaction at all because I'm a, I'm a, a one dude podcasting by myself. So any kind of interaction I think is healthy. <laughs> all right, folks, that's it for this one. We will check you later. <laughs>